Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to episode 106 of Go Tell to the Wall Podcast. I'm, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And we are back after a week off. That's right. We took a week off. Didn't actually miss an episode, but sometimes we miss a week because of scheduling conflicts and, and all that good stuff. I actually had a family wedding to go to uh, last week. was eating up a lot of my time. But we are back at full strength, and at full strength is actually not completely accurate. Uh, we're dealing with some new equipment. For those of you that only listen to the audio, if you're just hearing my voice right now and not seeing my face or anything else... It, this doesn't matter to you, but we are—we brought in some new equipment. I've got a new microphone, a new camera for the live feed, and things just aren't quite functioning the way they should. So uh, hopefully that's going to stay, stay with us and actually work. But uh, if it doesn't, then just please, please forgive me on the video side. So everyone out there on the live feed, please forgive me if it's uh, if it's not coming through properly. I know it's uh, new equipment, man. New equipment, pain in the butt sometimes. Um, that being said, we do have all kinds of great stuff for you in episode 106, and as always, we kick things off with our social plugs. That's right, you can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, before episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be Twitter. Head on over to Twitter, follow our official Go Tell to the Wall Twitter account, which is at Tell the Wall Pod. That's right, at Tell the Wall Pod. Follow that one. You can also follow my own personal Twitter account, which is at Magic Muppet. That's right, at Magic Muppet. Follow both of those. Keep up to date on everything going on with uh, Go Tell to the Wall podcast, channel, all the things coming out, as well as all of my own personal stuff. Uh, yeah, the mic is still being weird. I think I'm just gonna. How bad is it? I've got people on the live feed. Uh, should I hang on? I'm gonna let me try this real quick here. Is that better on the live feed? Is that better on the live feed? Somebody tell me if that's better on the live feed. I might just give up on the microphone for right now and uh, and hope that's going to work a little better. Things just it, It's a Facebook thing, and, and it's not functioning kind of the way it's supposed to, so I've got to do some troubleshooting here, uh, and that audio is probably not going to come out as nicely. But that it is what it is. We, we, we move forward no matter what. Um, all right, like I said, Twitter, at Magic Muppet and at Tell the Wall Pod. Follow both of those. You can also... Follow us on Facebook. Head on over to Facebook.com slash Go Tell It to the Wall. That's right, Facebook.com slash Go Tell It to the Wall. We are currently live on Facebook despite having some technical difficulties this evening. Uh, and we're going to work through those. But make sure you like our page and check back often for all kinds of updates. That's going to keep you up to date on new episodes, new content coming out for the channel, uh, and really everything that is Go Tell It to the Wall. So make sure you like our page. Please, please, please like our page. And of course, YouTube. We are on YouTube. Head on over to YouTube. Search Go Tell It to the Wall. Subscribe to our YouTube channel channel that's where you're going to find all of the live feeds those get posted up there after the fact as well as our beer reviews our parenting clips and all kinds of other good stuff and most importantly uh most importantly would be seanoroarklive.com that's right seanoroarklive.com head on over there bookmark it that will actually you're going to find links to all those things i just mentioned uh, as well as stuff you're not going to find anywhere else blog posts photos that don't get posted anywhere else and also a link to our patreon campaign that's right our patreon page uh, become a patron of go tell to the wall uh, please help us out financially if you have the means and you see fit to do so please 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 help us out there every dollar counts again seanoroarklive.com bookmark it and check back often you're going to get all kinds of great stuff through there all right uh oh man like i said we missed a week last week uh interestingly enough i had a wedding 
my cousin got married up in the Bay Area uh, in Napa, as a matter of fact. And it, it, it was funny. I thought about it after the fact. I didn't drink very much wine. I, I think I had maybe a glass of wine while I was in Napa. However, I did have a have have some tasty brews. Had some tasty beers up there. Interestingly enough, one of my cousins happens to be a beer buyer uh, in Chicago. He lives in Chicago. Uh, hey, Bridget, we're having some audio problems. I know you're just you're. Our, our, our on-air producer, Bridget, just joined. It's going to sound a little funky. I'm having some microphone issues, new microphone, all kinds of ridiculousness. Uh, but like I said, up there, and we actually went on just like some beer missions, you know, and, and found uh, a couple of really cool little breweries. Um, one of them being Trade Brewing. Trade Brewing right there in Napa. Super small, super friendly uh, staff there. I believe it was the guy that one of the owners that had it. We went in there and they definitely kind of gave us a taste of just about everything because that's <laughs> it's kind of what you do when you when you walk into a place uh, as someone who does beer reviews and, and you're walking in there with someone who's a beer buyer, uh, you tend tend to get some things. I'm not, I'm not saying you should go in there and try to get some free things, but we did get some tastes um, and of course bought some beers as well to to help uh, contribute to a local brewery. There is fantastic trade brewing. If you ever make it to Napa, highly highly recommend them. I mean, you're not gonna find them anywhere else. Uh, I asked him, asked the guy if they had any distribution. He said it's very, very small. It's pretty much just right there in Napa, super small. And maybe it'll be popping up over the next few years. Uh, or if you get like one of those beer subscription boxes, maybe you will uh, maybe also find some of the, the trade brewing beers in there. So check them out if you get a chance. Uh, additionally, actually checked out uh, uh, Alvarado Street Brewing, which was in Monterey, hit Monterey on the way up to Napa. Uh, that's another fantastic one. You're actually, you can actually find that one out and about a little more. I've actually got a couple cans. Uh, <laughs> Bridget, Bridget's giving me a hard time here. Yes, I walked around Napa and I said, uh, did you know I'm an influencer? I'm an influencer. Can I have some free beers? No, <laughs> I never call myself an influencer, but Bridget likes to give me a hard time because uh, she knows here at Go Tell It to the Wall, we don't we don't really love the influencers. Um, so, but, but I didn't walk around telling them I'm an influencer. Uh, the Alvarado Street Brewing, I actually have a couple beers sitting over here in the studio. Uh, Going to do some beer reviews on those. So look forward to those on YouTube. Those are coming up. Highly recommend that one as well if you ever get to the Monterey area. And like I said, I believe you can find throughout California at least some distribution on uh, Alvarado Street Brewing. Tasty, tasty, tasty brews. Great food, too, if you're in Monterey. Definitely eat there. They had some, they had, they had some great food. Uh, and and kid-friendly took my, my two-year-old in there. Uh, and they and they were very uh, very friendly to the kids. High chairs, all that kind of good stuff. Kids kids meals, you know, not like McDonald's kids meals, but kids menu. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, and finally, one of the third ones I want to mention on this little trip that we took is uh, is actually uh, oh my gosh, Altamont Brewing. I've got a sticker up here on the sticker wall, uh, right near the Trade Brewing sticker that went up this week. And Altamont Brewing, that's actually one. If you're in Southern California, I've seen them around a little bit, but they are very, very, very local to Livermore, California, uh, which is the East Bay area. That's right, the East Bay area. Uh, not super close to San Francisco, but close enough uh, that you could say the Bay Area. But definitely, uh, definitely check them out, Altamont Brewing. And I will say, I will say something. And Bridget, you will appreciate this. Bridget is not a beer drinker, but she will definitely appreciate this. Uh, I walked into Altamont Brewing, and as soon as I walk in. Rancid Ruby Soho starts playing, and then it went from Rancid to some Blink to some Less Than Jake and just all kinds of great punk rock music, in addition to having super, super tasty beers. Uh, so if you ever have the, the opportunity, definitely check out Altamont Brewing right there in Livermore, California. Uh, I've also got a couple of Altamont beers that we're going to do beer reviews on, uh, so look forward to those on the YouTube channel. I've, I've got this pile of beer over here. We've really been falling behind on uh, all of our, our, our beer reviews, and so I've got to catch up on them this week, and I was actually looking at 
a couple of beers that are that are in this pile this pile of beers as if it's like pile of beers uh, but in my beer stash over here and they're starting to expire <clears throat> so we've got to get into some of those very very soon uh, but fantastic breweries and, and I just I love the fact that I went to Napa uh, really was was all around wine country and, and and drank mostly beer that that's kind of the thing uh, the thing to do um, so, so so check them out if you get the chance and, and like I said beer reviews are coming we're gonna get into a lot a lot lot of those beer reviews all right and speaking of beer beer this week I've got a tasty one this week uh, from Lagunitas. You know we love Lagunitas here at Go Tell It to the Wall. I just forgive me, Wall fans and, and and common sensors. I I lost my voice a little bit over the weekend. Not fully. I'm I'm well enough to do this, but you might notice that I'm sounding just a little bit differently, especially if you're watching on the live feed because I don't know what's going on with our microphone right now. It's ridiculous. Uh, but 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 bear with me as I, as I kind of uh, persist through the rest of this podcast. But it's Lagunitas. We love Lagunitas here at Go Tell It to the Wall. This is their Lagunitas Pills. That's right, Lagunitas Pills, P-I-L-S, and it is a Czech-style Pilsner. I am not a huge Pilsner fan. Not a huge fan. I, I enjoy them, but I'm not a huge fan. And we'll tell you, this one is a tasty one because it is Czech-style. If if, whenever you get those kind of Eastern European Pilsners, they tend to be a little better. They, they just do. And this one definitely foots that bill. In fact, my sister-in-law, the immensely talented Mary Doodles uh, was over the other night and I had her try one of these specific I know she likes she likes good pilsners had her try one because I wanted to get her opinion uh, and she gave it the great big thumbs up and she knows her 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 pilsners especially her Eastern European pilsners she has spent a little bit of time in Germany enjoying beer there uh, so she definitely gave this a an emphatic thumbs up so check them out if you enjoy a pilsner uh, this would be a good one for Chris. Uh, Chris Hassong, our on-air producer, he would enjoy this one. I'm enjoying it. Nice, nice, like lighter but still tasty pilsner uh, that you can enjoy anytime. I wouldn't even say this is like a like a hot day daytime beer. It's really just an anytime beer. It'd be good on a hot day. Any beer is good on a hot day, but this is a good anytime beer. I would say if you like if you like a good Czech style pilsner. So check that one out. Check out the Czech style pilsner. See how that works? We're getting cheesy this week. I'm I'm trying to keep the uh, the ranting to a minimum this week. We did set a record. In episode 105, I didn't even really have to count. I just I knew we set a record for f bombs because it was like there was like an f bomb every five minutes uh, with that last episode. Uh, so I'm kind of trying to keep it a little lighter, not as much ranting. Definitely less f bombs in episode 106 here. Uh, all right, let's get into our weekly rant. Man, man, I actually almost didn't really have much for this this week. I was thinking like, ah, what are we, what am I gonna rant about? What's what's bugging me? What's ridiculous this week? Uh, and sure enough, yesterday. Just, just right in front of my face, it happens. I'm out walking my with my two-year-old uh, here in Highland Park, California, down York Boulevard. If you're familiar with the area, there's a lot of businesses and stuff, and bars and everything. And I like to walk along there. My my daughter loves it because she can look at everything. And and you know, some of the owners of the businesses there know us, know her, you know, know me. You get a lot of waves and that kind of stuff. So I'm walking down the road, and I'm actually passing by the uh, the Hermosillo, which is uh, they. It's they are one of Highland Park Brewery's locations. If you go in there, you can get uh, Highland Park Brewery on tap. Uh, they also do the Crowlers and that good stuff. I, I would recommend hitting the 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 full Highland Park Brewing in Chinatown if you're only going to hit one. But Hermosillo is nice for that. So I'm passing by there. People are popping out of like businesses and they're staring down the street and I'm going, what what's going on? They're looking down the street. I'm like, what 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 is this? What what are we doing here? You know? And I keep walking along and sure enough, I start hear, hearing yelling. What's going on? And I get closer and I can see there's two women in the street, like not in the middle of the street, but not on the sidewalk and not right next to the sidewalk. They're in the street. And I noticed that there's a, a black Audi SUV like parked there and they're fighting next to this SUV. They're arguing and they're, they're physically pushing each other. Each of them are yelling something about assault. 
you know, I don't, I don't know exactly what was going on. But what I did notice, in addition to that, was like five, six people standing right there just recording with their phone. Recording with their phone. Another, you know, five, six, seven people just standing around watching. Then we're talking all the people running out of the businesses that are staring down the street. All these people just watching and recording with their phones. Nobody's doing anything to help. Nobody's calling the police. Nobody's doing anything like that. So I crossed the street to get kind of away from it, especially because I've got my two-year-old. And I took a moment and I called the police. I, I was like, you know what? People are yelling assault. They're, they're physically pushing each other. I don't know exactly what's going on, which was funny with, when I'm talking to the, the, op, the dispatch person. I was like, I really don't know. But there is a car blocking the street right now. There's two women yelling assault at each other uh, and, and getting other people's attention and, and just causing a ruckus in the middle of the street right on York Boulevard, right in front of Town Pizza, if you're familiar with the area, uh, and just going crazy. And so I, I don't know if the cop, if the police showed up. I, I don't know what happened. However, it really got to me because instead of people helping, you know, they're standing around watching. They're standing around recording video because that's the kind of world we live in now where people, their first thought is, I'm going to record this instead of being helpful. You know, car in the middle of the street, not in the middle of the street, to, to the side, but blocking a lane of traffic. And everyone's just watching it. Everyone's just watching and I get it, and I'm going to get that feedback. Well, video can help. It's for evidence later. It wasn't helping this. The video wasn't helping this. This was people getting it in their face, hoping to, 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 get, to have something they could post on their social platforms, on YouTube, or whatever they might use. That's exactly what was happening here. This, this wasn't people getting video for evidence, and not a single person doing anything, anything at all to help. There's kids running around. I mean, I won't say there's kids running around. It's a busy street, but there's kids around with their parents. This is not, the, this is not a good example to be setting for people. And sure enough, I actually saw uh, one of the girl, one of the, I say girl, because it was actually a younger, young lady and a woman, uh, younger, younger lady uh, and a woman. And the younger one actually did run away at one point. Uh, so I don't know exactly what happened. And I will say this to everyone out there. There's a lot of people out there that say, oh, crime and all this stuff and people causing trouble. These were two white women, two white women. One of them, definitely a privileged white woman driving around in a black Audi SUV. We're not talking about immigrants here. We're not talking about minorities here. We are talking about two white women, at least one of them privileged, and that's how they're choosing to spend their time. And then, of course, a bunch of white people standing around with their camera phones taking video of it because that's what we do as a society nowadays. Uh, it's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. And for safety's sake, just stay away. This was like, I, God, years ago when we were so early on the uh, into Go Tell to the Wall. I talked about some kids that were, were following a crazy homeless guy down the street. I, I assume homeless. I, that's terrible of me to say. But it, a guy talking to himself, a little off his rocker, you know, walking down the street. And they're following him with their cameras and laughing. Who knows what that guy's going to do? For safety's sake, just, just get away from it. Get away from it. Call the police. Get help there. That's what you should be doing in that situation. You know, or and if, if if you call the police and then you think maybe to get some video, stay away. There's people taking video right in their faces, right in their faces. It was astounding, astounding to me. Let's do better. We can all do better. It's easy to do better, and we're all capable of doing better. So let's do it. Let's do it. All right, trending on social. Oh, I enjoyed this one. I enjoyed this one thoroughly. Are you any of you out there Whitney Cummings fans? Uh, I'm a bit of a Whitney Cummings fan. I wouldn't say I'm a huge Whitney Cummings fan. I enjoy her work. She does. She has some good stand up. She had a great television show. Uh, there for a while, and it was it was it was enjoyable. Um, she was trending on social very recently this past week. Uh, in fact, a hashtag uh, started started trending in addition to kind of what was going on with her personally, and it was hashtag I stand with Whitney. 
And that's Whitney Cummings, like I said. Uh, so apparently back in April, she had accidentally posted a photo on Instagram. Uh, and in that photo, you could see her nipple. You could see her nipple. Uh, and apparently, some people had... Sc- she deleted it right away, but of course, people screenshotted it. They took a screenshot, so they've got it. Uh, and then recently, in the past week or so, someone <clears throat> reached out to Whitney. Excuse me, my voice is not fully here. Uh, reached out to Whitney and said, I have this picture. How much will you pay to keep it off of social platforms? How much will you pay? Basically being extorted over a photo. Well, what happened was instead of Whitney Cummings saying, oh, yes, I will pay you this money to to not post this photo. She said, all right, I'll just get ahead of you. She posted the photo herself to Twitter and probably to other. I know it was on Twitter. She posted the photo herself uh, and actually posted some of the interactions with the person that was trying to extort her. Absolutely posting those interactions, uh, which was probably some private direct messaging or whatever the heck the kids call it these days, uh, and just put it put it straight out there. And then on top of that, people, and that's why this hashtag I, stand with, hashtag, I stand with Whitney, started trending as people came to her defense, actually came to her defense and started posting their own embarrassing photos. That's right, their own embarrassing photos. Uh, so I found that really interesting as well. I wish I had caught on to this sooner because I would have posted a couple of my own embarrassing photos. Don't forget, wall fans, comment sensors, I used to model Halloween costumes. I've got some embarrassing photos in my possession, and I also have no shame. No shame whatsoever. Uh, and maybe this hashtag's still trending, and we can go ahead and do some silly things here with, uh, with Go Tell to the Wall. Uh, but good on you, Whitney. That's the way to handle these things. So fine, I'm just going to post it. You know, and she actually did say, she's like, I'm always proud of, I'm, I'm usually proud of my nudes. It's, it's <laughs> hopefully they don't get into my iCloud and find all the inspirational quotes that I have screenshotted over the years. Cause that's embarrassing. <laughs> Very funny. Check out Whitney Cummings. Uh, and definitely if you have an embarrassing photo, share it with hashtag. I stand with Whitney. That's right. Hashtag. I stand with Whitney. Uh, another hashtag that's, that's, uh, I don't want to call it viral. It's trending right now. Uh, hashtag verify me. Hashtag verify me. I actually was like, why is this trending right now? And I did a little bit of, it's people just trying to get verified on social platforms. Uh, and why? Because people need validation. And like I always say here at Go Tell It to the Wall podcast, really, and on everything we do, the podcast, the channel, uh, the website, blog posts, everything, don't take your value from social media platforms. Don't. It doesn't matter if you're verified. Go live your life. No one cares if you have a blue check mark next to your name or however they show you're verified on Instagram, all those. Just live your life. You don't need to share a hashtag, hashtag verify me. You're just, you're just thirsty to be verified, and you're thirsty for validation on social platforms. That doesn't make you more important. That doesn't. And maybe it makes you feel good about yourself for like a day or two. It's not important in the long run. So stop with the hashtag verify me. It's really ridiculous. Another hashtag going on right now. Uh, hashtag boycott CVS. Yeah, that's right. Hashtag boycott CVS. If you're not familiar with this, recently some lists came out of companies. It was all public knowledge, but a couple people actually put together lists. You, you, if you did some research, you could have found this. But now that it's easily, uh, you can just look at lists and see it. Uh, these are companies that that support uh, the Orange Menace, that, that give money to his campaign, like financially support his campaign. Uh, and so a lot of people are seeing these lists and these companies and everything else. And in fact, SoulCycle, if you heard, some, heard anything about that like a week or so ago, uh, and Equinox, uh, so the owner of, of both of those companies actually, Donates quite a bit of money and, he, and is a big, uh, big benefactor of the Orange Menace and his campaigns. Well, apparently CVS is another company that uh, that that contributes quite a bit of money uh, to to that campaign uh, and and to to 
essentially at this point get him reelected. I'm sure they they spent a lot of money to get him elected in the first place. Uh, and so people are, are sharing this hashtag, hashtag boycott CVS. Uh, they're a big contributor. If you want to boycott CVS, by all means, boycott CVS. I'm not saying you uh, that's completely your choice. Uh, you all, if you've ever listened to the podcast before, you know where, where Go Tell Us the Wall stands uh, as far as the current administration. But that is, that is of course, your choice to make. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you to boycott, you know. They're, they're not killing children. <laughs> so I'm not going to get that passionate about it. I understand, and we all have differences. And uh, you, I'm not, you're not you not going to be friends with me if, if that's something you're into. But if you're into it, that's fine. Go, go, go do your thing. I'm not going not gonna to get in your way. Uh, but, of course, we're getting... We're getting more news out of this administration. This one isn't news. This one's actually w- was was spawned by the incredibly talented Trevor Noah. If you're familiar with Trevor Noah and The Daily Show, if you're not familiar with him, check him out. Uh, he he is inc- just beyond funny. It, just everything he, he he really picked up uh, where John Stewart left off, and he's done a fantastic job with The Daily Show. Uh, his stand-up's fantastic. He wrote a book that's fantastic. Uh, so check him out. But he had a, he had a little bit on The Daily Show the other night uh, talking about. The the you know all the deportation laws and everything that's going on with ICE now, uh, and made a joke. Realize, hey hey, I know what you're doing, Orange Menace. You're actually trying to get Melania deported, and so of course people ran with this. So hashtag Don't Deport Melania is currently trending on social platforms right now because uh, I guess people don't want her deported. I I don't think any anyone should get deported. It's just you know unless you really need to be deported or uh, extradited. I guess would be the word if you're you know you're a criminal or foreign criminal, whatever it might be. Uh, so so but this is trending, of course, and uh, and and all thanks to uh, Trevor Noah and of course, like I said, the internet just went nuts. They went nuts with this one, but I highly recommend The Daily Show and Trevor Noah, uh, and I highly recommend checking out the Don't Deport Melania hashtag, hashtag Don't Deport Melania, because uh, it's it's also funny. It, it's just funny. People are having fun with it. The, we, we've all forgotten that social platforms at one time were supposed to be for fun. These were ways to connect with people. This this was supposed to be a fun thing to do, uh, and it, it's no longer fun, which is uh, which is crazy. I, I, th- I mean, I think aspects of it can still be fun, but... We, we've lost the fun side of that. So so have some fun with these hashtags, for God's sake. And definitely have some fun with this next hashtag. Hashtag geeky things about me. That's right. Hashtag geeky things about me. Uh, and people are just sharing crazy things. And I think people went a little too ridiculous because there was a lot of people listing like their PhDs and stuff. And it's like, well, no, that's a great accomplishment. I understand that, you know, that could be considered geeky. But no, you're, you're just incredibly smart. And, and you took the time to go to school and, 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 and get higher education and all those good things. So, yes, are, are you geeking? Maybe a little bit good on you, <laughs> I guess you could say. Uh, and, of course, we know a lot of geeks out there that uh, now rule the world, so keep that in mind. Uh, but I want to share my own person, like personally. I, I don't have a clever thing, of, but for me, the things I geek out on uh, are definitely beer, definitely beer and punk music. In fact, I saw a meme the other day, uh, and I think it was a comedian that said it, and it was like, uh, beer drinkers, you know, they, they plan field trips to breweries. They track their beer drinking on an app. I, I do this. It's called Untapped. If, if you're a beer drinker, use Untapped. And I'm sure there's something comparable for wines. Uh, it's a great way to keep track of your beer and, and, and get other people's opinions on beers because there's so much freaking beer out there. It's like there's so many breweries and everything else. It's a great way to keep track. Um, and and, and there's another couple lines on it. Uh, and it said, it's just, like beer drinking has essentially become Pokemon for guys with beards. And I was like, eh, maybe a little bit, <laughs> maybe a little bit. You know, you collect these beers. I got a pile of beer over here. I'm just waiting for the right opportunity to drink certain ones. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Pokemon for guys with beards. 
Uh, and of course, punk rock music. I, I, I cannot live without my punk rock music. I've, I've got my Unwritten Law shirt on tonight. My probably my absolute favorite punk rock band uh, ever. Um, and and I've been thoroughly enjoying. Well, we're gonna get into that. We've got a little music news here, but but those are two of the things that I definitely geek out on. Uh, and everyone everyone kind of laughs at me whenever I talk about punk rock music because I'm like, oh yeah, the blah blah blah. You know, they started this band and they started this band and and this and this and this. And people are like, how do you know this? And I'm like, well, when you just when you grow up in it. Like you, you, I, I, I lived it. I was like, well, I remember when that band did this and this band did that. Like, you know, so it's just, it's just there. You go to a lot of concerts. Been going to concerts since I was, uh, God, eleven or twelve. So young, <laughs> so young. Don't tell my mother. I used to sneak out on those. It's a good thing she doesn't listen. Now she actually does. Now she's gonna yell at me. So it's okay. You can be in your late thirties and still get yelled at by your mother. Mm. All right, another hashtag that's floating around right now. Hashtag, it gives me satisfaction when. Hashtag, it gives me satisfaction when. Uh, there was one that I really enjoyed, and it was uh, it was, uh, it was something about when trolls get banned. Um, uh, hashtag, it gives me satisfaction when trolls get banned from platforms. That's that would def- I think that should give everyone satisfaction because that's just doing God's work when we can get it, trolls banned from any platform. Uh, and, of course, this one I also enjoyed, uh, and this one's from... Brand new McMahon. Brand new McMahon. Okay. Uh, hashtag, it gives me satisfaction when I stop the gas pump right at $20. When I stop the gas pump right at $20. Uh, apparently, he lives in a state where gas is inexpensive because $20 here gets you like three miles in California. Uh, so that would be more like $50 for me, but I totally can relate to that. Uh, and of course, for me, the biggest one is when karma is served. When karma is served and it's well-deserved and it's coming back on somebody, ah, that is definitely my hashtag. It gives me satisfaction when. Probably my number one. That's right, my number one. All right, one more hashtag that's floating around right now that I thoroughly enjoyed. Hashtag why teenagers scare me. Hashtag why teenagers scare me. If you have ever been around teenagers, you should understand why they can be scary. I've actually got a live event scheduled this weekend. uh, Good old Cal's game night there, and it's going to be 40 teenage 40 teenage women, teenage girls. I, I'm always reluctant to use it, but I think in, as teenagers, we can still say girls. 40 of them. It's going to be terrifying. Hopefully I survive. Uh, you know, if, if I don't, pour one out for me, please, because uh, I, I died in a in the scariness that is 40 teenage girls <laughs> having a back-to-school party. Good Lord. Uh, and, of course, I could probably just do an hour on this. I often walk around the neighborhood, and I'm like, I hate kids. And it's usually the teenagers doing something dumb. Or I see them walking by my house. I'm like, what are you? I, eh. Freaking teenagers. I'm not saying I was the best teenager around either. But I wasn't. I feel like I definitely wasn't as dumb as uh, some of the ones you see. And in fact, here's a great example. <laughs> so this was going viral. Uh, and apparently, I don't want to spend too much time on this. But there was a viral thing that went around. Uh, and apparently this, this, this young girl, you know, tween age apparently. Um, but of course, we don't know for sure. Was tweeting and she like is a has some fan club Ariana Grande fan club uh, was tweeting and actually had her phone taken away by her mother and the backstory is that she wasn't paying attention to the stove and actually the stove caught fire because she was too busy messing with her phone that's right she was too busy messing with her phone and so that's the backstory on why she lost her phone then she found it because apparently Nintendo DS you know the little video game things those are also connected to the internet and you can also tweet from those uh, had then tried tweeting from that. Because her life was ending, and she didn't know what to do because she couldn't tweet. She wasn't connected to the internet. 
Well, the Nintendo DS got taken away, and this is where it became really viral. Is apparently, she claims this this Twitter user claims uh, that she went to talk to her LG smart refrigerator uh, and was able to get it to tweet because it is connected to the internet. We then go to find out after a little bit of research. Thank you, BuzzFeed News. I don't know why the hell I'm reading BuzzFeed News, but thank you for uncovering this. Uh, the LG smart refrigerators actually won't. They they are connected to the internet, but they they don't have Twitter installed. And so this whole viral tweet and these pictures of these tweets that are going around, it actually says, you know, when you see tweet uh, on Twitter, it says like tweeted from, you know, Samsung or tweeted from mobile or tweeted from web, whatever it might be. Uh, this said like tweeted from L- LG Refrigerator. And sure enough, th- like it, it, that is not something that would ever show up. So we're going to find that this is probably a complete fake thing. Uh, but of course it went viral. And that's the world we live in, where we don't know if this was even a teenage girl. And apparently conducted some interviews, but they were all done over, like, direct message and response on Twitter and stuff. So it's like, okay, there's some 45-year-old dude who came up with an idea and ran with it and then went viral. And now he has to pretend that he is a tween girl for the rest of his social media career. Or just give up the account, I guess. I don't know. What do you even do? I, I don't know. I don't have the kind of time that these people have for doing like these viral things and coming up with stuff. I'm like, I'm just, I need to go in the studio. I'm going to talk some common sense. We're going to have a live feed. Even that doesn't freaking work correctly because i got a microphone that's, that's malfunctioning on me tonight. I don't know how well this is going to sound. It's going to be really terrible, I think. I don't think it's going to sound great. Uh, and, and honestly, I blame Facebook. Maybe we're just going to go ahead and shift to uh, like a YouTube or one of those shortly here for the live feeds because I'm, I'm just getting really tired of Facebook and, and, and having issues with the, with the microphones on there. And it's literally, it, it, it's a new equipment. It's definitely a Facebook issue because I ran through tests on, and it works fine on everything else, and, and Facebook is the only spot that, it, that it's giving me issues right now. Same thing with the camera. I'm having issues with the camera and the microphone. It's a whole thing. We'll get there. It'll be fine. We will still have live feeds, but we're just going to have to do a lot of troubleshooting over the next week. A lot of troubleshooting. All right, let's get into some entertainment news as I get a sip of my Lagunitas Pills, Czech-style Pilsner. I'm just not used to this phone. Like, ah, I don't know what's going on with this thing. For those of you that only listen to audio, this means nothing. So I apologize that I'm dealing with the live feed once again, but it, it means nothing to you. It's just the people that prefer to watch the live feed. It's like this. Ah. That's what I said on the teaser for the live feed. So if you're only listening to the audio, you wouldn't hear this. We pack so much extra technology into things, and it's like, I just want things to function, like basic functionality on things. I went to film school. For three years, I have a Bachelor of the Arts in film, and sometimes I can't deal with a freaking simple microphone or a simple camera or a simple smartphone. It's like, what? What? I don't even know what to say about that stuff anymore. All right, entertainment news. Entertainment news. Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4 officially hit $1 billion. Uh, they officially grossed $1 billion, making it the fifth. Five. 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 Fifth Disney film this year to gross uh, $1 billion. That's pretty good for them, uh, even for Disney. That's that's a pretty big accomplishment. I mean, it's a big accomplishment for anyone, but you say, ah, Disney's probably, I don't think they've done five in a year before. Uh, I don't know that anyone has. Universal might ha- might have come close uh, 2015, 2015, 16, right around there. When I was working there, that was when they had uh, like the Jurassic World and the, the uh, Fast and the Furious uh, that did really well, like seven, the last one with uh, blanking on his name. Chris, if you're on there, uh, give me the name of the blonde dude that, that passed away uh, like right before it was coming out. I think they were finishing shooting. Uh, so five, 
five Disney films to do uh, to do one billion dollars. Uh, but before you say, well, Disney just can't do anything wrong. Let's never forget John Carter. Man, I was there. People, people, uh, man, people lost jobs over John Carter. It was interesting. And some more Disney news. Disneyland. Uh, they actually have had some de- a, a a a a marked decrease in attendance for Disneyland and and their parks there in Anaheim. Um, it's the first time they've had a decrease in attendance in a very long time. They they put out their quarterly report and actually had to report a uh, a decrease in attendance for the first time in a long time. Uh, now, of course, I think what's happening here, and and this seems to be the prevailing uh, theory, is that they had another ticket price increase, and I think people have finally gotten to a point where they're like, okay, Disney. We really like going to your park. Uh, I don't want to take out a second mortgage on my house just to take my my wife and two kids or my husband and two kids to Disneyland. That's just not going to happen. So I think that's coming. They're going to come back down to earth a little bit on ticket prices. Now, of course, Disney isn't losing money. Their stock took a little bit of a hit. They're not losing money. They're still making tons of money. And of course, we can attribute a lot of that to the hundred dollar droids and the two hundred dollar lightsabers that they sell there in the Star Wars land. Uh, of Disneyland, so it's not like it's not like the mouse is going broke. It's just interesting where I think people are done, and they're like, "We're not. I'm not going to pay a thousand dollars just to take my kids to a theme park for a day." You know, it's absolutely insane. It, and it's, I'm not even kidding. That that's kind of the pricing you can talk that that you're looking at, especially if you can't just drive there. Uh, you know, you don't live in Anaheim or or anything like that. That that's kind of what you're looking at. That, that's the kind of stuff you're looking at, and it's absolutely insane. Um, man, speaking of Star Wars, uh, Mattel, Mattel just announced this week, uh, that they are releasing Star Wars Barbie dolls. That's right. Star Wars Barbie dolls. This is of course in conjunction with Disney. Uh, Mattel has worked with Disney on three different Star Wars Barbie dolls. They're set to come out and they're coming this fall. We don't have an exact date yet, but you can apparently go to the Mattel website and pre-order them now. Pre-order them now, Don. No, <laughs> Don Rickles. <laughs> no, Bridget, the the guy, not Vin Diesel, but the other guy, the other guy, and he's the really the really attractive guy with the blue eyes that everyone loved. I'm just blanking on his name. Uh, that was in Fast and Furious. Uh, so these Star Wars Barbie dolls, they're going to be $100 each. So they are kind of pricey, but there are three different versions. They're essentially Barbie doing cosplay. So it's not it, it it's Barbie, but is dressed in three different Star Wars themed cosplays. Uh, one of them would be Darth Vader, so it's Barbie dressed as Darth Vader. Another one is Leia, and the third one is R two D two. They're actually pretty cool if you're a Star Wars fan uh, and a Barbie fan. Uh, you know, my kid's not really a Star Wars fan just yet. I think it's just a matter of time until she has a couple Star Wars toys, especially because Ray. You know, we always have to have Ray. Um, she's got a couple of those, but. She hasn't really seen the movie, so I don't know how into the Star Wars Barbie she would be, but I could see the appeal. $100, like I said, steep price tag. Uh, But if you are very, very, very into uh, Star Wars and also into Barbie, uh, then then those are probably for you, whether it's for you or if you've got kids. I could see a Star Wars collector just just wanting the Star Wars Barbies, of course. I I know there's people with insane Star Wars collections out there, so so maybe. Uh, And Bridget, I would imagine... I mean, I mean that's a steep price tag, but uh, Paul Walker, thank you, Paul Walker. Oh, I thought you were messing with me, Bridget. Bridget's like Don Rickles, like no, Fast and Furious. Paul Walker, that's the freaking name uh, that I was looking for. I'll tell you a funny story about Paul Walker before I get on to this next story here. 
I actually hired a guy when I was uh, running the mobile entertainment company out of uh, out of Orange County there. And the guy walks in for his interview one day, and I and he sits down. and I was like, Jesus Christ, you are a dead ringer for Paul Walker. Uh, and sure enough, he worked with worked with my company for a little while, and then got hired for one of the Hollywood uh, like impersonator parades as Paul Walker. Like, yeah, that makes sense, dude. You look too much like Paul Walker. They should have hired him uh, to to do the uh, the extra shooting on Fast and Furious. I believe they they hired they had Paul Walker's brother doing some of that, so it still worked out. All right, some more entertainment news though. Uh, we've got some news out of uh, HBO, and I knew this was coming. I, I finally paid a little more attention to it. There's a new HBO show that will be coming uh, premieres this Sunday night. This Sunday night. Uh, on HBO, like I said, uh, and of course, you always know when there's a Danny McBride show on HBO, it's gonna be good. This one is called Righteous Gemstones. That's right, Righteous Gemstones, uh, and it's written not only starring Danny McBride, but written by Danny McBride. Also features John Goodman among some other great comedic actors and character actors, uh, and it's about a fictional mega megachurch, about fictional megachurch ministers. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be hilarious. All you have to see for me personally, all you have to do is say, uh, HBO show Danny McBride. I'm like, cool. Put it, put it in my face. I'm gonna watch it. I'm there. I'm all about it. And uh, and and this is gonna be one of those. So check out Righteous Gemstones on HBO uh, this Sunday night. If you haven't seen the trailer, at least at the very least, check out the trailer because uh, it, it looks immensely funny. Uh, just from the trailers, it looks funny. Uh, let alone the fact that it's got I, I would say I I, I want to say like the best HBO comedic actor, that that just yeah I might go so far as to say that with Danny McBride because I'm not gonna say best actor, I mean James Gandolfini for God's sake, but comedically might be Danny McBride might be yeah. You know I'm also getting a funky sound out. How bad is the is the sound sounding on the live feed, Bridget? I'm getting a funky extra. Uh, feedback on my headphones here. I feel like I'm going to take apart the whole studio this week and just and rewire everything because I'm having stupid little issues with everything. Uh, but for tonight, we're going to move along. Uh, the Crown. The Crown Season 3. That's right. Season 3. Are you, are you a fan of The Crown? Uh, so Season 3, if you're not familiar with The Crown, this is a season where they're actually changing actors. They said at the beginning they would be changing actors as the story moves along, uh, and they are definitely teasing that. And, in fact, we have special limited special edition covers of Entertainment Weekly. That's right, Entertainment Weekly. They've got a few different covers. I actually have in my possession here the one with the new actress playing uh, Queen Elizabeth right here. So I'm going to read that this this weekend as well. Uh, I'm a bit of a Crown fan. My, my wife watches it more. I, I enjoy it. I'm not like, a, oh my God, i got to watch The Crown. Um, I, I will say my friend Juliet is probably like, thank God they switched actresses because she gets, just gets mistaken for uh, Claire Foy constantly, and she's a dead ringer for Claire Foy. Uh, so that season is coming up soon, uh, and check out Pick Up and Entertainment Weekly. Another interesting thing about The Crown that I didn't realize because I wasn't paying close enough attention, uh, Helena Bonham Carter is actually in the, the new season of The Crown, and she is playing Princess Margaret, playing Princess Margaret, so that's going to be interesting. They're really getting into the tumultuous marriage uh, that, that, Prince, that Princess Margaret had in real life, and I can't remember her husband's name, but they had a very public to publicly uh, tumultuous marriage yeah the, it, it's the sound I've got to work with this new brand new microphone you know it, this was crazy I upgraded microphones I upgraded microphones upgraded cameras upgraded phones everything's upgraded and it sounds worse it's the world we live in Jesus 
Uh, but more importantly than the crown and even righteous gemstones is Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. That's right, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. They just dropped a new trailer this week. Brand new trailer for the Netflix original show, uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, dropped this week. Uh, and there's actually, I found this was an interesting article I found on Gizmodo. And I think there's a few of these out there. Uh, I would say, even if you were a fan of the original Dark Crystal, this is going to get real in-depth, the new show, and, and really into the entire world of the Dark Crystal and, and the world that it takes place within. Uh, so it's a good time to really familiarize yourself with the characters and the world. There's actually uh, there's books, and there are, I believe, graphic novels uh, revolving around the story and that world that, that is the Dark Crystal. So definitely check that out, because uh, I'm super excited. And it, it's a very complex world. It's complex, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, but it can also be very confusing. And I think now, until from now until a show comes out, if you're a huge fan of the Dark Crystal like myself, a huge fan of Henson, uh, really anything having to do with the Muppets, uh, then, then definitely do a little bit of research and familiarize yourself so that when the show comes on, uh, you're, you're not just enamored with the beauty that is, uh, that is the world of the Dark Crystal because it's going to be absolutely gorgeous. Uh, but you're also going to kind of kind of know some of the background that they're getting into. I'm so... I'm beyond... Uh, looking forward to the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Really, again, again, anything Henson, put it in my face. Give give it to me. Anything Henson, especially Dark Crystal. I absolutely love the Dark Crystal. I will tell you a funny story though. Uh, when I was a kid, and this isn't spoil. If you haven't seen the Dark Crystal, it's kind of spoiling things. But there's a scene uh, where the bad guys, like they they have a way to pick the the new leader, like their their new leader. I saw this as a kid in the '80s, uh, young kid. And, uh, and what happened was the, the person that loses, like, gets dragged off. It's like, oh, God. Oh, God. I remember seeing my, my first, like, presidential election, which, uh, oh, God, it had to be 88. I would have been too young uh, in 84. It had to be 88, and I was like, and I asked my mother at the time, I was like, what happens to the guy that loses? I genuinely thought the person running for president that loses, I thought they got just dragged off and, like, executed or whatever I was thinking at that time as a kid. Uh, clearly in the Dark Crystal, it's it's a kid it's a kids movie, but it can, it can be very dark. The Dark Crystal, uh, so keep that in mind if your if your kids are gonna watch it. Man, uh, Benioff and Weiss, Benioff and Weiss, Benioff and Weiss. Are you guys all tired of them? I know you are because everyone's so upset about Game of Thrones and and how that ended and everything else. Those are the showrunners on Game of Thrones. If if you're not familiar with those names, you should be if you've listened to podcasts because I've talked about them. Uh, we got confirmation from them. They have signed their official new deal. Uh, they they had a few different suitors that wanted to sign them to exclusive deals. One of them was Netflix, and Netflix ended up winning that sweepstakes for $250 million. That's right, $250 million uh, to get Benioff and Weiss' exclusive deal signed with Netflix. Uh, we don't know exactly. We don't have titles yet or anything else. We, do, we, just, we know it's going to be television shows and films. Uh, so look forward to that. But Jesus, two hundred fifty million dollars must be nice. Must be nice. And it's I think it is important for Netflix because they are fighting the other streaming services at this point with all these new streaming services that we've been talking about for months, months of talking about these new streaming services. Uh, with all of the new ones coming out, Netflix has to fight that, and and this is definitely one way for them to to do so uh, is is by actually signing on. Um, fantastic, well known, renowned showrunners. I I didn't dislike the last season of Game of Thrones as much as everyone else, so I'm, I'm not even going to sit here and say, oh, they ruined Game of Thrones. I don't care. Uh, clearly, they, they brought Game of Thrones 
uh, to the masses and to the world, and and you got to definitely give them a little bit of give give them give them credit on that. Even if you disagreed with the ending, you still watched eight freaking seasons of Game of Thrones, and something made you enjoy it, and something drew you into Game of Thrones. Uh, so you have to respect them at the very least for that. Oh man, uh, Maisel Day. The talented Mrs. Maisel. Have you heard of this Amazon show? Very popular. I've watched some of it. My wife watches quite a bit of it. I've watched some. Uh, but the talented Mrs. Maisel. And, of course, we are getting into to Emmy season uh, where everyone is doing their four-year consideration campaigns. If, if you live in Southern California, you probably see these like crazy. I see them everywhere. Jesus, when I worked in the industry, I'd get all kinds of like, you know, not crazy swag, but like little things like, for your consideration, I'd be like, I'm not even an Emmy voter, but it's okay for your consideration. Like, why are you sending me this? Just take it. Okay. I Okay. So, it's you know, it's for your consideration season. And so the talented Mrs. Maisel, of course, they're making a big push for Emmy nods and and uh, and Emmy Emmy wins and all those good things. And they Today was Maisel. Actually, today. This was literally today, August 15th. Uh, they, they dubbed it Maisel Day. And I believe there were some Maisel Day deals on Amazon. But more importantly, they did a Maisel Day deal at a Chevron gas station right there in Santa Monica. And what they did was they threw it back to the gas prices at the time of the talented Mrs. Maisel, which is 30 cents. 30 cents. So, of course, what happens? Cars line up down the street because they got to get this 30-cent gas. 30-cent gas. Line it up down the street. In fact, uh, traffic was snarled. Just absolute mess. And police eventually had to shut it down. Uh, there's some conflicting reports as to whether the police actually shut it down, but I hope to God they shut it down because that's madness. That's it's it's bad enough when they when they do like free cheeseburger day at Burger King and people are you know you stand in line, freaking cars in Santa Monica. If you're not familiar with 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 Southern California with Los Angeles here, that is a very busy area for a Thursday in the middle of the day, like during rush hour, whenever it was. Calm down with this thirty cent gas thing, but of course they're all in the news and people are going to be talking about it and everything else. Now for me personally. The one that really got me uh, was was I'm 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 always amazed with this, and and I think to myself, is it worth the crowds? Is it? So you sit in your car in line for an hour, hour and a half, two hours to get thirty cent gas. How much gas did you burn waiting in line? And how could you have differently spent your time as opposed to sitting in a car? Think of the things you could have done to make up that money as opposed as as opposed to just sitting in your car and and. And, and being a sheep, I'm going, I got to get my 30 cent gas. I know gas is expensive. Trust me, I get it. It's expensive. But is it really worth that? Is it really worth all that madness and all that traffic and, and wasting your time and burning gas because you're sitting in a car as you're waiting, burning gas? Is it really worth it? To me, it's not. I would. I don't even attempt these things. I hear about free, like 7 11, uh, July 11th is, is, is 7 Eleven day, free Slurpee day. <laughs> I avoid 7 Eleven. I, I avoid it. I don't need a free Slurpee. This is 50 cents worth of sugar and ice. I'm good. I don't need it. Just have your free Slurpees. It's not worth standing in line and getting in all the madness. It's just not. All right, a couple more things on entertainment news. This one's important if, uh, if if you're into the geeky toys and stuff. Loot Crate. Loot Crate has officially filed for bankruptcy. If you're not familiar with Loot Crate, this is one of those subscription companies where you, you subscribe and they send you, like, geeky little toys every month. It's kind of cool if you're into, like, you know, geeky stuff. I mean, I've got some here in the office. I've got some, uh, oh my God, Funko Pops. Wow. My brain is fried. I'm, we're having tech, whenever we have technical issues, technical issues in the studio, my my brain tends to be like, 
just mushed out, and I don't know what's happening. But I got a lot of Funko Pops around here. Those are the kind of things you would get through Loot Crate. They have filed for bankruptcy. Uh, fortunately, we do know that remaining orders will be shipped. Uh, but unfortunately, we're going to have to pour one out uh, for all of the geeky toy fans out there. That's right, the geeky toy fans. All right, I have a few music things here. A couple important ones. Man. I don't even know what to say about this one. New Blink album coming out September 20th. It's available for pre-order. If you pre-order on iTunes, of course, uh, you get the songs that have already been released. I believe there's there's four of them. So I've been, I, I pre-ordered it whenever it came out. Uh, and finally, this week, I took some time and actually listened to the songs. I was very on the fence about the songs. I was, kind of, I was like, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I don't know what's going on. Uh, and I've hit a point where I really like all the songs. Uh, and in fact, I absolutely love Happy Days. Happy Days is, is one of the songs off the new album. Uh, it is available for download, for streaming, for all that good stuff. Uh, so check it out, Happy Days. And sure enough, I saw an interview with Mark Hoppus where he, he, he broke down Happy Days and the lyrics. And as, as I really listened to Happy Days, I was like, oh my God, this, this, is, this, is, about, uh, this is about beating yourself up and not thinking uh, that, that you're good enough to do things, to do certain things. This, you know, for Mark Hoppus, this is writing songs, doing music. Uh, but it, but it really speaks spoke to me, and I think it should speak to a lot of people out there that are that are that are constantly either pessimistic or constantly beating themselves up. I I do it every day. Uh, I come into the studio some days, and I'm like, all right, this is fantastic. That was a fantastic episode. I'm gonna shoot this video. It's gonna be fantastic. And I come in here some days, and I'm like, I'm crap. I don't know why I'm doing this. This is a waste of my time. I don't know what's happening. And Happy Days is just absolutely speaks to that. Absolutely speaks to that. So I'm I'm. Extra looking forward to the new Blink-182 album uh, coming out at this point. And, and mad respect to, to Mark Hoppus for doing that interview. And to Blink, uh, thank you for, for putting out good music from almost... Well, they've been doing it for 25 years. I've been listening to Blink personally for, for almost 25 years. Uh, so thank you, to, to especially to Mark, who's been there since the beginning, to Mark Hoppus. Uh, but also to Travis Barker. So you got to give it up to Tom DeLonge as well. And of course, Matt Skiba, who is currently not my favorite singer, but who is currently playing with them and does play a hell of a guitar. So so kudos to all of them. Speaking of new albums, Bridget, he's still on the live feed. You're probably already aware of this one. We did. We had this back and forth of Green Day's releasing a new song. No, we're not. We're just working in the studio. Nothing's happening to, oh, yes, we have a new album and it's coming out soon. And here's the album artwork. And it's coming out before that Blink-182 album that you've all been talking about for the past eight months. <laughs> yes. New Green Day album uh, is apparently coming out August 27th. That's right, August 27th. We are 12 days away from a new Green Day album. Thank God. I'm, I'm so ready for a new Green Day album. Uh, and actually, Billy Joe Armstrong shared the album cover uh, uh, to one of his social platforms. I, actually, I just saw an article. I don't, I don't follow him specifically on social platforms. Uh, and in addition to that, you can actually go uh, on to greenday.com, and they've got a bunch of new band pictures taken by a, a really well-known photographer. Uh, what the hell is his name? I don't know. It's a really well-known photographer. Oh, Bob Gruen. That's it. I kind of know that name. He's, he's a well-known music photographer. Uh, so August 27th, and we'll talk about that, hopefully, uh, that's going to be up for pre-order, and we'll get some singles out of it. And if not, then uh, we'll have it downloaded, uh, uh, bu- downloaded on August 27th and definitely be talking about it on the next podcast episode after uh, after it's actually released because I will be listening to it straight through like five times, which is kind of what I tend to do uh, when, when any of my top ten bands release an album. is just like, well, let me go through this a couple times, uh, really get a feel for it, really, really see, if, uh, see how I like it. And uh, 
I know. <laughs> See, and that's why I said Bridget. See, I love Green Day, and they are definitely a top ten band. Green Day is Bridget's absolute number one favorite band, kind of the way that Unwritten Law and Rancid are for me. Uh, that's her absolute. And she just said, "I can't take the emotional music roller coaster." I know because they're like, I mean, I had I had to retract it. I talked. I was like, "We're getting a new Green Day song this Friday," and then I was like, "Oh no, we're not getting a new Green Day song this Friday." And then I'm like, "Now we're getting an album on the 27th." It is a bit of a roller coaster, uh, but I love me some some Billy Joe Armstrong, some Trey Cool, and some Jesus Christ blanking on the the third one there. But all of them are great. All of them are great. Love it. We do have some bad news from the the punk rock music world uh, on the Waterfest. So I was actually had tickets in hand. Was going to take my two year old to her very first music festival that has been canceled. Been canceled. We got an email last night. In fact, my friend Laura, before I even saw the email, she texted me and she goes, "On the water was canceled. What the hell?" And I was like, "What are you talking about? Where did you see this?" She goes, "Check your email." And I went, "Oh, damn." And apparently, that the company uh, SGE Synergy Global Entertainment, uh, they are completely folding. The problem is, this isn't just on the Waterfest. They actually maintain a lot of the big. Uh, music festivals, specifically Back to Beach Festival uh, and Surf City Blitz, which are two festivals that we have talked about uh, over the past year on Go Tell It to the Wall. So I'm hoping there will be a new company to uh, to step up and, and take over. But but who knows? We, you know, we, we can't take it for granted. It's always like, well, I'll catch that band the next time. No, no. Go to every freaking concert you can go to. Go to every festival you can go to when you can go uh, because you, you never know. Uh, you know, band might break up. Festivals might no longer happen. I mean, Warp Tour doesn't happen anymore, for the love of God. That's that's really where I... That's, I mean, I cut my teeth at Soma uh, down there in San Diego when it comes to punk music and, and music in general. But I definitely also cut my teeth at Warp Tour. That was that was my, my festival growing up. I did every summer in the Warp Tour, uh, just like the uh, just like the Blink-182 song um, rock show. Summer at the Warp Tour, man. All right, I'm going to speed through some of this tech news stuff. Because uh, we are literally running out of time. I've got like eight minutes left. I'm just going to speed through some of this. I've been all over the place because we missed a week and I'm having technical difficulties. I know i got to deal with this freaking microphone uh, and it's just going to be ridiculous. Um, so let me get through some of this. Windows 10. Microsoft came out and said if, if that there is an update, very important update that just came out over the past couple days. If you have Windows 10, make sure you go and update uh, Windows right away because it, it there's uh, some security issues and you're going to need those updates immediately. So make sure you're doing that. Uh, also, if you have a Google Pixel, not a Pixel 2, not a Pixel 3, and not even a first-generation Pixel that came out kind of after their initial launch, uh, there is a Google Pixel settlement, and this is for people that bought their Pixel uh, Pixel or Pixel XL uh, before uh, January 4th, 2017, and this is over the faulty microphone. You could get up to $500 uh, if, if you can prove that you had a faulty microphone within your Pixel handset. Uh, more news from Google and Alexa. This is actually just a good deal for you. Google and Alexa smart smart plugs are actually on sale right now. These are the GoSund Mini Wi-Fi plugs. Uh, they're currently six dollars each on Amazon. These will work with either Google, uh, Google Home, or Alexa. So these are just a good, nice, cheap uh, smart plug to get. They usually run you about twenty twenty-five dollars. So check that out if you're in the market for some new new uh, new smart plugs. Uh, there's also a student discount, speaking of Amazon, uh, on the the Echo Show 5, which I believe is the newest Echo Show that's come out. If you're a student with any of a student Prime account on Amazon, you can actually pick one of those up for $54. I'm not sure how much they are usually, uh, but it's almost as 
almost as inexpensive as they were on Prime Day. Uh, so I know Prime Day tends to be when, when everything's the cheapest. Uh, and even more deals if you're looking for if you're in the market for some new micro SD cards, SanDisk, which is the the ultimate, the penultimate uh, maker of SD cards, micro SD cards. They actually have a couple of their cards on sale on Amazon, but I believe everywhere right now. You can get a 128 gigabyte micro SD card for $19 and a 256-gigabyte 256 one uh, for under $35. And these are the high-speed micro SD cards. I've actually got a similar one in the GoPro right now taking photos. Uh, and so these are good for cameras, smart devices, all that good stuff because it's going to give you, it's going to be fast enough to handle video and all that good stuff. So if, if you're needing new SD cards, check that out. I'm going to skip this one. Uh, oh, man, I'm going to skip this too. We've got too much stuff. Oh, some news out of Google Assistant. Google Assistant, Google Home. I'm hoping that my wife doesn't see this one. Uh, you can actually now set reminders for your family. So, you know, you can set reminders for yourself and you say, you say that phrase and say, remind me, blah, blah, blah. Now you can say, remind my husband and say their name, remind my wife, whatever it is, and they will get the reminder. This is going to be dangerous. My wife will be setting reminders for me constantly. I already see it. Uh, Spotify is testing some a price increase for premium Spotify users. It's going to be around a 13% around, not exactly, around a 13% increase uh, for premium users if they go forward with it. It's actually being tested in Scandinavia right now, uh, but if it's successful, they will roll it out to everyone. Uh, Pandora back in the news. Does anyone still use Pandora anymore? I kind of forgot Pandora was a thing until this came onto my radar. Uh, they're getting in the podcast business. They open submissions to all podcast creators to submit their podcasts through Pandora and get it listed on there. Uh, this is great if you use Pandora, and I'm sure we will have Go Tell to the Wall on there shortly. So if you're a Pandora user and you'd rather listen to Go Tell to the Wall uh, through Pandora, we will make sure to get it up there shortly. Uh, some news from Twitter and the edit button. Uh, one of the executives of Twitter came out and said, because everyone's been going crazy about this, we want the edit button on Twitter, blah, 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 blah. Came out and said the Twitter, the edit button is nowhere near a high priority for Twitter. Uh, I hope it personally hope it never, ever, 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 ever comes out. If it does, I will, com I will just stop using Twitter. Uh, people don't understand the issue here is if you have an edit button and people are retweeting things, you can literally just troll the hell out of everyone. You can be like, I love the Orange Menace, and then everyone retweets it and you're like I hate the orange menace and everyone has retweeted that and that's ex that's exactly why they don't do the edit button uh, so we're not seeing an edit button anytime soon and I don't think we should anytime soon uh, some news CBS and Viacom uh, they actually were the same company they split back in 2006 they just announced that they will be joining together once again uh, they are now going they're coming back as Viacom CBS uh, and this 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 is going to help them in the streaming wars. I'm sure, again, with the streaming, what Netflix is doing with Benioff and Weiss and everyone else, everyone is preparing uh, for all these big studios and channels and companies to launch their own streaming services. And that's definitely one way for CBS to compete is to bring Viacom completely back into the fold uh, and, and collaborate on everything with them. Same company, same everything. It's going to give them more stuff to, to put on streaming services. Uh, oh, man. I got a couple common sense things here for you. This one is is kind of all over the place as I'm hearing conflicting news on this. We did get a, a, a new story out of India where a young man pushed his BMW into a river in India. Uh, his parents had bought him a new BMW. He's 22-year-old. They bought him a new BMW, and the story is that he didn't want a BMW. He actually wanted a Jaguar, so he pushed his BMW into the river. That is, of course, the, again, the kind of world we live in. 
privilege at its finest. I can't say white privilege here. It's Indi it's India, so it's not a white guy. But Jesus Christ, the privilege. People are starving. People can't eat. But we also have people that push BMWs, Beamers, into a river because they hadn't, couldn't have a fucking Jaguar. Most important thing to take away from this story, BMWs and Jaguars, they're both terrible fucking cars. Go get a go get a decent car. Like Jesus Christ. They both break down on the side of the road constantly. No one wants no one should have a BMW or a Jaguar. They're both terrible. Uh, we got some news from Amazon. Uh, they have a new donation program that they are they are head head I don't know what's the word I don't know what they're uh, that they're they're going forward with. Uh, and this is actually apparently it's a it's an issue with them uh, on third party seller returns through Amazon. A lot of those returns actually get destroyed. Uh, people found out about this and they came at Amazon and they said, "Why are you wasting these things?" So Amazon is now working on donating those things out to organizations uh, and people that are in need of, uh, of 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 these items instead of just destroying them. Because duh, instead of just destroying perfectly fine products, let's give them to people that need them. Not people that throw their BMWs into rivers, but people that need them. I mean, it's just common sense. Common sense. Uh, this one I really enjoyed. I'm going to leave you with this one. This was a story out of, uh, oh my gosh, where was this out of? I don't, I don't know what city. Missouri. So this guy actually had was given a phone number by a woman that he hung out with at a, I believe, baseball game. They actually got stoned together, smoked a little marijuana. He tried to text her again to go check out another baseball game. Texted the number he was given and said, hey, you want to get high and go to the game? And the person said, well, you have the wrong number. He insisted and said, no, this is the right number. Remember, we went to that baseball game together and we got high. And the person said, no, you definitely don't have the right number. Are you, no, this is the right number. Remember, remember, this is the right number. Well, the person on the other end after like the guy pushing back and back on him and saying, no, this is the right number, uh, sent back a picture of himself and said, I am a police officer, so I most definitely did not get high with you. Then, of course, he went on to point and this like police officer out of Missouri for the win. He then went on to ask and said, I actually was really looking forward to a baseball game. Can we still go to the baseball game? To which the reply from our stoner friend who can't keep phone numbers straight or was just given a fake phone number by a woman because I, I guess that happens. I've never had that happen. Uh, said, no, wrong number. Fake numbers is a thing, too. I'm going to leave you with this. I, I remember, like... It happened to me a couple times in my twenties when uh when I was when I was single, and a couple different times I I would get a get a phone number from a young lady, you know, and say oh thank you know I'll, I'll call you sometime, and multiple times it happened to me where they would look at me and they'd say well don't you wanna don't you wanna call it and make sure it's my number, and I'd be like, no I assume you just gave me the, your number, multiple times and they and they'd be like oh well guys usually say I'm gonna call you just to make I'm like dude. <laughs> You got problems. Either you're being given a lot of fake numbers or you're you're too stalkery to, to be getting phone numbers from, from anybody. Male, female, animal, vegetable, mineral, whatever it is. Maybe maybe just stop getting phone numbers because uh, you're either a creeper or, or just too paranoid and you, and you got some problems. Either way, it's not good. Not good. All right, we actually, I, I had some mental health stuff for this week, but I, I knew it was going to happen because we missed last week and all the kind of craziness in the studio right now. Uh, so we're going to have to save some of that for episode 107. Uh, we will be back with episode 107 next week. No scheduling conflicts on the horizon. I'm sure there will be some as we get closer to uh, 
God, it's October. We'll probably talk some Burning Man over the next couple weeks here because uh, as, as has been the case the past couple years, I will not be going, but I have many friends going out there, and we will talk a little Burning Man on the podcast since it's that time of year. You know what I mean? Uh, and for those of you on the live feed, we will get these technical difficulties worked out. It's, it's just new equipment. I don't know what the hell's happening. I, I don't know. We'll work it out. I'll deal with it. It'll be better next week. I can assure you of that. Um, yeah, and that's it. All right, uh, that's it for this week. Make sure you are you are following us on all the social platforms: uh, Twitter at Tell the Wall Pod and at Magic Muppet. Of course, Facebook, where we are currently live in there, screwing with my with with my audio interface. Uh, Facebook.com/slash Go Tell It to the Wall. YouTube, head on over to YouTube, search Go Tell It to the Wall, subscribe to our channel. There, you're going to find all kinds of great stuff, and most importantly of all those things and inclusive of all those things because you can find nice little easy links to those things I just mentioned would be SeanOroqueLive.com. Bookmark it, check back often, uh, and, and stay up to date on everything that is Sean O'Rourke Live and go tell it to the wall. All right, that's going to do it for us this week, and this has been episode 106 of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. I'm, of course, your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And remember, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, social media world, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, no matter why, you are doing it. Always, always use common sense.